The global pandemic has left millions of couples unsure of when and how they can get married. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatino, the owner of The Stylish Bride. And for the last 17 years, I've been working with clients on all of the fashion elements of their weddings. I know firsthand that as a bride today, you're faced with many hard decisions and lots of complicated feelings, but you also really want to enjoy this special time in your life. We're going to talk about all of it. Through interviews with industry icons, real brides, and some boots on the ground knowledge, I'm here to help you navigate the tricky waters of getting married in the time of COVID and hopefully have some fun along the way. Welcome to season two of the podcast. I am so glad you're here. In the past episodes of my podcast, I've introduced our sponsor, Supa Skincare, and talked about how their hand sanitizer, Supatizer, has been a game changer for me. I carry it everywhere, and it's been amazing to have, especially as I stress about the new variants of COVID and worry about how to keep my family safe. Now, I know I can be a little obsessive, but I feel better when I'm prepared. So I stuck my purse and my car and my kids' backpacks with multiple masks and bottles of Supatizer and Supa Soap. It gives me so much peace of mind to know that we're not depending on the stuff they give you in the store or school, because honestly, who knows if they will even have it. I don't know if you've had this experience lately, but I feel like every bathroom I use has an empty soap dispenser. I mean, I guess that's a good sign that people are using it, but if I didn't have my Supa Soap with me, I'd be kind of grossed out. As it is, I never touch a doorknob that's not in my own house, but I can't even imagine not washing my hands. Listen, there's a lot of sanitizer options out there, way more than there used to be. But what I love about this product is that even though it has the CDC recommended percentage of alcohol, it's still moisturizing because of the plant extracts they use. And at the end of the day, I've used it 50 times and my hands feel better than they did in the morning. And that's really saying something. I know that as you are planning your wedding, all of you are thinking of ways to keep your guests safe. Giving sanitizer has become common practice, so I encourage you to check out Supa for yours. Between their really cool packaging and the great scent, you won't be disappointed. And for large orders, they'll even match the colors of your wedding. Their website is supaskincare.com, and you can also find them on Instagram at the Skincare. And as always, you can get a 20% discount by entering the code TSB20. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. This episode is the second part of our series on curvy brides. Last time in episode 53, I went through the unique challenges that curvy women face when shopping for a wedding dress. And today, as promised, I'm going to go through some of the solutions and strategies that can help you. But before I begin, I want to take a moment to tell you about how my philosophy on wedding dresses in general has changed over the past year, because it's particularly relevant to curvy women. I used to think that in order to look beautiful on your wedding day, you had to feel beautiful on the inside and that beauty radiates from within. Now, all of that's true, but probably because I've been struggling with my weight so much during COVID, this idea has started to sound a little bit hollow to me. I started thinking about what would my reaction be if somebody said that to me right now? And I think I would be like, oh yeah, thanks a lot. How the heck am I going to do that when I'm feeling so crappy right now? And it's true. 
It's really easy to say to someone that they need to feel beautiful from the inside so they can radiate it on the outside, but getting them to a place where they can do that is a whole different ballgame. And while that's true for, and it's my goal for my clients to always feel absolutely amazing in their dress, I've realized that this idea is only half the picture. The other half is that in order to feel beautiful wearing a dress, you have to be comfortable in it both physically and emotionally. What I mean by that is that confidence is impossible without comfort, and therefore the dress has to feel good on your body and your body has to feel good wearing it. You can't have one without the other. That might sound sort of obvious or trite, but considering these nuances is really important. And for some women, including myself, it can be really hard to feel good in a dress when you're feeling heavy or not at your best. Literally every single day of my life since I've been eight years old, I've been conscious of my weight and how my body is perceived by others. So I know the struggle intimately. I have worked endlessly on accepting myself for who I am and my body for what it is. Some days I'm better at it than others. If you have even a hint of these feelings and you're a bride, my heart goes out to you. I've been there. I know how it feels. Wedding dress shopping is one of the most vulnerable moments in a woman's life. I wish I had a magic wand and could change all of it for you. And while I can't do that, I do know that I can help. And I just want to say here for a second that this really has nothing to do with size and everything to do with how you feel about yourself. If you're a curvy woman who loves your curves and embraces your body, that's awesome. I have worked with women like that and I admire them. I admire their perspective and I hope I get myself there someday. I have also worked with really thin women that look absolutely perfect, that have incredibly low self-esteem and don't feel beautiful when they're gorgeous. So for women who can't quite get themselves to the place that they feel great on the inside, the wedding dress process is so much harder, regardless of your shape and size. So if it's true that to feel beautiful in your wedding dress, you need to be comfortable in it, both physically and emotionally, then the question becomes how to get there if you're not feeling your best. And considering this question, I realized something that absolutely shocked me. I realized that I've had moments, even a few years ago at my heaviest, that I've felt beautiful. It's true. I was stunned to realize it. Honestly, I've been so focused on the negative that I forgot I could feel good as I am, no matter what size my pants are. The mere fact that this shocked me is embarrassing, because for so long, I've said to my clients that they're beautiful as they are, and I truly feel that way for them. For myself, it was a totally different story. So I drilled down to investigate this anomaly, this strange new idea of feeling good as I am, because I know that it's a critical piece of finding the white wedding dress. So drum roll, here is what I realized. At any weight, I feel beautiful when I'm wearing something that I love, that I feel is flattering, and that gives me a sense of ease. When I'm wearing this item, I'm not worried that it looks bad at a certain angle or that it feels too tight or that it's accentuating my hips. It's almost as if the magic happens when I can forget about what I'm wearing and forget about how I look and check my self-consciousness at the door. In those moments, I feel truly free and I can enjoy myself. And it occurs to me that maybe that's actually beauty. The feeling of being comfortable in one's own skin, regardless of what that skin looks like. 
This seemingly obvious realization has helped me on so many levels, and I know that it can help you when you're shopping for a wedding dress. To come full circle, the problem with wedding dress shopping when you're curvy is that it's very hard to assess how you feel about a dress when you're trying on samples that don't fit. How will you know if you'll like how it looks from behind if it doesn't zip? Or will you feel comfortable in the bust if you're a D, but the dress sample is a B? It can be really hard to tell and really difficult for a bride to make a decision without having the dress fit. So here are some of the techniques that will help you work within the system as it exists today, as crazy and backwards as it seems. So my first point of advice is to look to yourself for inspiration, not to social media. Now, this is a big one. And I believe that as a person, if you look to yourself, you know what you feel comfortable in, you know what you like to wear, and chances are you can check out your closet and get all the inspiration you need. Those things that you like can be translated into wedding fashion and guide you to the perfect dress. Are you somebody that loves a V-neck? Do you have a lot of V-neck sweaters? Guess what? That's probably indicating that you're going to like a V-neck dress and so on. My second tip is to hone your shape and the details before you go shopping. Now, I've talked about this before, but in general, all brides today are going to benefit from getting clear on what you're looking for before shopping. But for curvy women, it's going to help you know if you like something without being able to completely see how it's going to look on you. So for example, if you are unsure of whether or not you're going to like a trumpet style dress, then if you have one in your closet and you try it on and you know you feel hot in it, then great. You're going to be able to take that information and use it when you're in a store and you have a trumpet style dress on that doesn't quite zip up or it's a little too tight in the hips. So really considering that information and looking to yourself again is how you're going to be able to successfully shop when it doesn't fit. My third piece of advice is to start at a store, a bridal salon that has a range of sizes, even if you don't think it's ultimately your look. There are salons that can be found everywhere that have a wide range. It could be of a different quality than you think you're going to ultimately purchase, but there is a huge benefit to trying on a dress that zips up. And when you can try one and really get an idea for how it feels and how it looks on you, and not to mention the fact that these dresses are in white and ivory, so it's totally different than wearing something else. It can be really beneficial and great information as you move on in the process. All of my brides, no matter how clear their vision is when they go into wedding dress shopping, learn things about themselves because your everyday style doesn't completely translate to your wedding style. You can use it and it's a really valuable tool, but it's not always, you know, a hundred percent. So being able to go somewhere and you can start out by trying on dresses that zip is a huge, huge advantage. My last tip for you is to set the stage of the shopping trip with the proper undergarments and hair and makeup if you possibly can. Now, I don't know about you, but when I've got my Spanx on as much as I hate them and my hair is done and my makeup's done, even if I am feeling particularly heavy that day, I still feel good, right? I mean, I've gone to parties and I've been like, wow, you know, I kind of like my dress and my hair and my makeup, it looks good. So I'm going to focus on that rather than the fact that I hate my hips. So when you have those things and they're in place, you're setting yourself up for success. So consider if you can do your hair and makeup trial right before, or just go to the dry bar, get a $45 blowout and, you know, some extend lash extensions. I don't know. And, uh, I, I think that it really does help. 
And I want to leave you with one last tip and as some food for thought. Sometimes the dress that you're most comfortable in is not the one that makes you look the thinnest. Sometimes it's the one that has the shimmer that you absolutely love or lace that reminds you of your grandmother's dress, or there's just something about it that really feels fabulous. So just remember, thin is not the most important benchmark. Feeling confident is. And as I've said before many times, as I'm sure you guys know, make sure you buy a dress that you feel great in today as you are, not a dress that some future thinner, more toned self is going to look great in. I promise you that with the right tools, you can find something out there that you love as you are today. I mean, think about it this way. Your fiance proposed to you, or if you proposed to him, great, or her, you know, and they said, yes, you are enough as you are. It is as you are today. So don't have the expectation that you should be totally different for your wedding. You're enough and your dress should be too. So thanks for listening. Until next time, I look forward to talking with you then. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope it was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. So please reach out if you have any questions or if you just want to say hi. Either way, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at the stylish bride. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. So you never miss an episode on how to be dressed, styled and down the aisle. Bye for now. Bye.